The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to talk about this statement released uh, by the Minister for Integration, Roderick O'Gorman. It reads, The transit centre at City West is nearing capacity and the possibility of a pause on entry to new arrivals to City West due to a nationwide shortage of accommodation cannot be discounted. That is a very formal way of saying that it looks like we might be full and we might have to say to some Ukrainians, there's no more room in the inn. Regina Doherty is a Fine Gael senator and she joins me now. Regina... Is this inevitable that we'll have to say that? Um, well, I, I very much hope it's not because, first of all, apart from all the international conventions that we've signed up with regard to refugees and the European cohesion and solidarity around you know, accepting uh, Ukrainian citizens to come to all of our, our countries, um, what we've taken in is a literally fraction of what some of you know far poorer countries in Eastern Europe have taken in. Um, with Moldova that have taken nearly twice of what we have, and God love them, they are their economy, you know, is 20, 30 years behind where ours is. Poland has taken 1.2 million, uh, Romania 100 million, Slovakia 18 or 80. Thousand Hungarian have taken twenty six thousand. Even Belarus have taken ten. Um, now that's not to say that what we don't have is an accommodation crisis, and not just for, you know, international refugees that are coming through the asylum system. Obviously, we have now Ukrainians coming here, uh, and we have our own people who don't have permanent, you know, homes. We have a housing crisis, but we need to look at modular housing for our refugees that are only going to be here, you know, for a short number of years. We need to look at more reception centres like City West. It isn't acceptable that we can just say, as some people would like to say, um, that Ireland is now full up because we absolutely are not. The heartwarming opening of our, you know, cities and villages and towns and sports clubs and schools and everything to the refugees that have come here, the vast majority, you know, who are young women and very young children, um, has been enormous in Ireland. And I think the state Mm. needs to attempt to try and match that goodwill. Um, And even let's go back to, you know, the initial offering that was made to people to suggest, you know, you might take a a Ukrainian refugee or a family into your home. Let's redouble down on that. Let's go back and look at, you know, the people who initially had said yes and to see what we can do to help them, you know, to maybe reverse their decisions of changing their minds. There there has been criticism of that scheme, if we'll describe it that way, um, that it's got bogged down a little bit in bureaucracy and administration yeah. and delays. And look, understandably, some people's pledges of accommodation won't manifest. Uh, um, you know, that maybe their circumstances have changed or whatever happens. Uh, they can't now offer it. But lots of other people, and we've spoken to them on this show, a kind of a pledged accommodation. They pledged a room in their house. That room is still empty, but they've never heard anything back. Yeah, so we definitely need to be able to redouble. And I know some of the criteria, Karen, that we put on, you know, the accommodation at the beginning was very, very high. You know, you had to be in a town. You couldn't be, you know, you couldn't be in a remote area. Like we put restrictions on on the type of accommodation, which obviously was going to limit it. I was in Moldova and Romania back in, um, in March and April of this year. The Moldovans you know, their economy and their society are so poor. Some of the families live in houses that are not even finished yet. They have mud on the outside of their houses. Those people gave up their sheds for refugees. And here we are trying to say that you nearly have to have access to a car or be on a bus route. You know, if it's an emergency, well, then we need to accept that it's an emergency, Mm. open our hearts and our towns and our villages and bring people in. And the state needs to try and do everything Uh, possible. And and put people in sheds? No, but like we we haven't even started properly exploring the whole modular housing thing because we think we'd be rejected, you know, in in villages and towns around the country by NIMBYism. We haven't tried, like I I know, 
you look on, on social media and you see things. There are 40-foot containers. There's companies in Ireland that kit out 40-foot containers that look like hotel rooms. Now, I know nobody wants to live in a container, but right, it, it's a better alternative than us having people in tents in Gormanstown. But we need to think more and what and you know open the net a little bit wider go back to the people who offered their homes uh, in the first place first okay place, and look at other alternatives than yeah. you know big swanky hotels yeah, yeah i i accept you think that should happen but you you've worked in the system for long enough regina that you're not yeah. going to be a victim of kind of of hope over expectation or experience so let me ask you this what do you think is likely to happen do you think it so, is likely we're going to end up with modular housing and converted containers housing ukrainian refugees or you do you think it is likely that there will simply be a pause on entry to new arrivals because there's not enough beds in city west so i think uh, under normal circumstances, what you've just described is true because the wheels of the system work very, very slow. And so if somebody comes up with an idea today, you could still be talking about implementing it in 10 years' time. This is a crisis. This is an emergency. And so in a crisis like we had with COVID, emergency rules apply. If we want to put modular houses down on a temporary basis for five years and then worry about what happens thereafter, let's bring in the emergency legislation, get the people building, you know, and get them up. Yeah, but do you and, think and that run. will happen? Well, the, the I expect you think it should happen, but do you think it will happen? So the alternative isn't something that can be countenanced because we can't legally close our borders to refugees. End of. And so it has to happen. And that doesn't mean that people are, you know, flying around on their pedals uh, making it happen. But we absolutely are not in a position whether, you know, quietly and unreservedly saying oh, we're kind of full up, we can't take any more or blatantly outright saying that Ireland is full, we can't. No, but we can, we, we can, we, we legally we can't do that. But you know as well as I do that legally you can put obstacles in the way that will stem the flow. So I think what you've seen over the last nine months of the Ukrainian war is a steady flow of refugees into Ireland. We didn't get the onslaught of Poland um, and, and Russia got in the first instances of probably eight or 900,000 people crossing their borders in a couple of weeks. We got maybe four or 5,000 people a week coming here. And so the plan, as was initially rolled out, was able to maintain and sustain. Now we're reaching a stage, obviously, where there isn't hotel accommodation. But it's months ago that we should have been planning, you know, for the likes of the Gormans towns and the modular uh, accommodation to be uh, sorted out. The pro- and we did. But the problem was, was that we had major objections to, to Gormans town. We had major objections to the modular housing uh, um, in, in Bettytown along the coast in Mead. And that isn't acceptable in a crisis. So the legislation that we need to build these things need to be tweaked so that there are no exceptions. In a crisis, the government can respond in an emergency, you know, with emergency legislation. That's what needs to be done. And by the way, and not to be smart about this, you know, for the people who would like it to think that Ireland is full up, we have an economy that nearly has full employment at the moment, and yet we still have hundreds of thousands of jobs. Our country, our society and our employment status would be absolutely enriched if we did these things right and welcome these people and families to come to our country and to actually stay here. Regina Doherty, Fine Gael Senator. Regina, as always, thanks a million for joining us here Thank on the can. show. I'd- the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.